Hello folks and welcome to another episode of the JRE Review. Uh, reviewing podcast 1287 with Rich Benoit. This is a cool one. I'd never heard of this guy uh, before he was on Rogan's podcast. I guess Rogan knew about him. Uh, dude fixes Teslas. Really interesting. I'd love to hear what you guys think about this one. Um, the dude was cool and I... Uh, I'm a bit of a fan after hearing him. I think uh, what he's doing, his message and and his transition in life is kind of inspiring. And I'm going to start following his YouTube channel. So anyway, let's start the review. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Review, where each week I review every single episode of the Joe Rogan Experience. What more do you want? So Rich is um, quite a brave guy from what it sounds like. He went ahead, bought a Tesla for like 15 grand that had a bunch of flood damage, so completely fucked up. And he said, you know what? I'm going to figure out how to fix this thing. That's incredible. It really is. I mean, they, they almost didn't emphasize that enough in their conversation because there's no instructions out there for these things. I mean, nobody's been really fixing these things up. I guess he's saying that uh, people are kind of doing it a bit more now, but it was enough to get on uh, Joe's radar and have him on the show. And I think reasonable enough. It was uh, really impressive what he's done. And he has a solid YouTube channel now with like half a million people. Uh, watching his videos are pretty good. I checked a few of them out. If you haven't, I uh, and you and you liked him on uh, Joe's podcast, definitely check those out. Um, they're quite good. He's a pretty funny, dude. And uh, I loved it at the beginning of the podcast when they show the video of the Dynode Tesla. I had no idea how much power those things had. It's absolutely incredible. I mean, it's one thing that Elon came along and made the electric car like the first really good full electric car. But he does it and then all instantly makes it the fastest car basically ever made or like the most powerful. I mean, what a wizard. The dude's incredible. Really. I mean, I, I, I don't know what I thought about Tezzas when they first came out other than you're going to run out of power and you won't get very far. But now I am totally sold. Absolutely. Uh, I've only been in one, though. That was an Uber. I got in a dude's Uber. I'm like, Jesus, these Uber drivers are boring. So anyway, Rich's story. He's got his broken Tesla. He's trying to fix it. I really liked hearing the story, the process, though you could imagine how fucking frustrating would that have been? Not getting much help at all from Tesla. You know, they don't really have like, oh, here's how to fix your Tesla Um like mechanic departments there so he had to just go out kind of piece it together himself i get it sounded like he bought another one and was like trading pieces the the story i i really connected with and thought that the it was just so awesome is how he found the key um and in their conversation he describes it more but basically he just hit the home button on the gps on the screen and it it got him in contact with the guy who owned it before him who uh, he was able to get a key from. And I mean, a lot of that is like, it's just luck, right? It's just sticking with it and, and, and working through to completion. And that's what he's done. The best message I got from their conversation in this podcast, which really stood out to me and why I'm becoming a fan of that rich guy, because 
he has now quit his job because he was getting some pushback about going on Rogan's show and coming out to LA. He is just like, you know what? Fuck that. This is more important. This is a bigger deal. I'm going to follow this. His wife supported him. And now he's just out here doing that, even staying at youth hostels or just hostels or whatever they're called. But, you know, that's ballsy. That's a, a ballsy move. And and I think these things kind of go hand in hand. Like he took on this huge project that was way out of his capabilities. He stuck at it through to completion, which shows, you know, a really solid mindset that um, I respect a great deal. And then he's taken that huge leap to just do what he feels is right, to take a risk and try and do make something himself. And, you know, Joe preaches this a lot. And Joe connected with that obviously you could hear it in his voice and was saying go for it that's awesome and and i think everyone should be inspired by it you know it's a big reason why i do this podcast because um i just i've always loved the sound of that it just seems like if everyone could do that and maybe everyone can i don't know people have to work in all different types of jobs so maybe some people need to work for the postal service and no one's ever going to be too fulfilled with a kind of a mundane type job like that maybe i'm wrong maybe there there are people out there that would have super passion for that and hopefully everyone can like fit in their own little space but yeah when somebody just really picks themselves up and says hey you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna take this risk i'm gonna say fuck it and i'm gonna put all my energy into something that i'm passionate about and make something real um i think it's fantastic and i really hope the best for him i hope that he's able to do something amazing from that and I'm sure he will. He was good on the podcast. I mean, he half the time he was interviewing Joe, which I thought was really quite funny. But he he's obviously like wanting to collect information and, and get all that out, you know, which is really cool. So what's next for Rich now? It sounds like he's going to continue working on his YouTube channel, which uh, I don't know if it's paying him now, but uh, it must be soon. Um, he was talking about doing stand-up a lot on that podcast, being obviously inspired by Joe, but also just wanting to push himself. And I think that's a great idea because he's got a big following. And if he could get people to show up to his shows, I mean, that that's really one of the hardest parts when you're starting out with stand-up is getting people to come to your shows and that gets you booked. That's going to get him booked a lot of places and that's going to give him a lot of time to practice and get better. And then to make his show better too, because he'd be funnier know how to be kind of more interesting with his dialogue you know so fair play to him he also wants to open a garage for tesla like a a, a non-official tesla mechanic place you know because i guess they really don't exist if your tesla breaks you got to take it to tesla there's no like regular down the street mechanic for teslas oh and there will be you know in time the more of these things they sell there has to be you know, people are going to learn how to fix those things too. And, and why not get ahead of it? So if he gets a garage going, I think he said he was in Boston. So that's pretty solid. If he can be like the first Boston Tesla repair guy, uh, I think that's a great idea. And, uh, and yeah, we'll see when more of those start popping up. I'm sure he's going to kind of set the trend for it. Um, a cool bit at the end of the podcast is obviously Be Real was on joe's podcast the other week and they talked about how joe got in his car and did like a hot box if you're a rogan fan and you haven't watched this video you've got to watch it it's hilarious 
it sounds like they said that they were smoking like the strongest weed you could possibly do and you're in the car you're stuck in there this windows are up there's just weed everywhere i can't believe that anyone was even able to hold a conversation it's like surely you just get so high you get to a point where you're not even able to function like joe likes to use the word barbecued a lot i think that's an excellent way of of describing being way too high uh obviously joe you know smokes plenty so he knows how to hold it together but fair play i mean you're in there with like the navy seals of weed smokers that's fucking badass i wouldn't do it that'd be too much for me uh, they get into a little bit of conspiracy theory stuff at the end, alien shit, you know, are they out there, that same old story, um, always like it when Joe delves into that with any guest, because it's kind of just such a an odd question, a way of thinking, and it's cool to get people's kind of viewpoint on it, but one thing that they kind of finished up with, and right at the end you'll hear it, is keeping government secrets, you know, now Joe is very famous now. And he's got this huge show, and he asks questions and all the rest of it. And, you know, he said if any government agency came up to him and said, I, here's, here's alien technology. You can see it. You just can't tell anyone. Joe was like, fuck that. I'm going to tell everyone, right? And I love that about it because he was like, people need to know. It's all about information. Like, get it out there. What would you do, right? I mean, me? I, pff, who the fuck do I know? So I can't even tell that many people. I could tell you guys on the podcast, I guess, and some of my friends. Nobody's going to come to me with secrets anyway. But it's a, it's an interesting kind of thought experiment. What would you do? Would you want to keep a secret? Or would you just say, look, I can't know this. Just don't tell me at all because I don't want to be holding things that I can't talk about. Um, I think that that's interesting. And, uh, and again, I really love that Joe was like, fuck it. No, I would tell everyone. I'm not keeping that secret. Keep that away from me. I don't know what, maybe he's trying to make the point that he doesn't want anyone to come up to him with something. Maybe people have started. Who knows what people know out there. Cool stuff. But anyway, Rich is a cool guy. Check out his YouTube channel. Um, I'm going to watch it a little bit more, get to know him through that. And uh, I really enjoyed him being on. And uh, we'll see We'll see what he gets up to. And hopefully he'll come back and uh, be a guest in the future. Again, thanks as always, for downloading, I want to give a shout out to Davey Boy for leaving an awesome comment for me. And I really appreciate it. Thank you, Davey. And thanks for listening. And, you know, it's that kind of support and positive energy that allows me to, uh, that encourages me to keep doing it. So thanks, man. Peace.